Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing uh, studying Ecclesiastes. We're now in chapter 5, looking at verses 1 through 7 in the God's Word translation. It reads, Watch your step when you go to the house of, of God. It is better to go there and listen than to bring the sacrifices fools bring. Fools are unaware that they are doing something evil. Don't be in a hurry to talk. Don't be eager to speak in the presence of God. Since God is in, the, in heaven and you are on earth, limit the number of your words. Daydreaming comes when there are too many worries. Careless speaking comes when there are too many words. When you make a promise to God, don't be slow to keep it because God doesn't like fools. Keep your promise. It is better not to make a promise than to make one and not keep it. Don't let your mouth talk you into committing a sin. Don't say in the presence of a temple messenger, my promise was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy what you accomplished? In spite of many daydreams, pointless actions, and empty words, you should still fear God. Again, this is Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 1 through 7 in the God's Word translation, which titles this, Don't daydream or speak carelessly when you worship. And the commentary theme for this chapter, reverent worship. And these verses looking at looks at worshiping God reverently. I have a lot to share from the commentary, but I'm going to try to keep it to five minutes. <laughs> and then we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow on any major listening platform. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and almost all major listening platforms. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Podchaser. Again, we're looking at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 7 in the God's Word translation, which looks at worshiping God reverently. When we approach God's presence, we need to do it with humility and carefully. When we go before God and offer uh, just outward expressions of religion, that's, that is considered a sacrifice of fools, just going to be seen. Sort of like um, Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts, where they pr uh, pretended that they had sold all that they had, and this was what they were going to give. And the Holy Spirit, you know, convicted them and they died from, you know, in their lie. So we shouldn't have just outward expressions of obedience because we have an audience. Our audience is God. We're to please Him, not people who are looking at us or judging us or thinking, oh, they have nothing to give. It's not about them. Our sacrifice is to God.
So don't offer a sacrifice of fools. God prefers obedience over sacrifice anyway. God wants justice and mercy over outward religious expressions. The commentary talked about Saul. He was rejected as king because he did not obey God's instructions to completely destroy the Amalekites. Instead, he chose to save some of their animals for sacrifice. And he knew God wasn't going to accept that. God, animal sacrifice, of course, was the law of the land in that day. But there also were rules about the types of animals. So he's given God something that he didn't raise, he didn't care for, something that was extra that he wasn't going to miss. Plus, and uh, they couldn't bring anything that was uh, lame or maimed in any kind of way that was blind. So who know, who knows what kind of sacrifice besides the fact that he did not obey God's voice when he told him to, um, to destroy and he chose to save, that's not what God told him to do. So we have to be careful that we follow God's instructions completely. The trouble caused by a fool's words could be avoided if they just keep silent. Uh, silence makes even a fool seem wise. And Solomon said that in the, pro in the book of um, Proverbs. And when we make vows, don't make them in a situation where you're under distress because it often includes a promise to return something to God. And it gave the uh, commentary gave the example of Hannah, who vowed to dedicate her child to God if he would give her a son. And that's in 1 Samuel. And Jephthah rashly vowed to sacrifice whatever greeted him at his door in the book of Judges. And of course, his daughter met him at the door and he made that promise. He made that vow. So don't make a rash or a hasty promise or vow to God. When we utter or pray to God, we must uh, pray from a sincere heart, from our heart. Therefore, we can't rush what we're saying. We can't, it can't be rash. And we should never let our tongue outrun our thoughts in our devotion. And sometimes I'm guilty of that. My tongue outrun my thoughts. I'm saying things before I thought about it. The words of our mouth must always be the product of the meditation of our hearts. So before it, um, before you say it, think about it. Meditate means to think about it, ponder it all day. And just don't say what's the first thing that comes to your mind like a child. Thoughts are words to God and words are but the wind. And they're copied from the thoughts that are in our, in our hearts and in our minds. It is not enough that we um, say what comes from the heart. It must come from a composed heart and not from a sudden heat or passion. As the mouth must not be rash, so the heart must not be hasty. We must not only uh, think, but think twice before we speak especially when we're speaking either from uh, from God in preaching or to God in prayer. And do not utter anything that is indecent or that's not clearly understood. And that is something that I need to work on myself. And these are words of Matthew Henry. We must speak to God and of God using his words. Pray the scripture. 
And that is a good practice. Pray God's word. And don't pray as fools because, you know, sometimes we're all guilty of just saying and talking and talking and talking. That's just much speaking. Much speaking doesn't mean that it's going to the throne of grace. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that in this teaching that Solomon is reminding us that you don't want um, an outward obedience. You don't want an outward show of religion. You want a sacrifice of praise. You want a sacrifice of thanksgiving. You want a sacrifice from our, our, our lips that are from our heart. And our heart should, is, um, should be um, on our thoughts and our hearts should be on you. And like uh, Solomon just said, our thoughts, our tongue overruns our thoughts. And God, help us to be silent when that is happening. Help us to just, Holy Spirit, we know that you make utterances for us. So make utterances right now in this prayer to go before God so that what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling goes to his throne. God, those who need you in a special way, we're praying for them right now. We thank you for the blood of your son. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit to guide and keep us. We thank you that you hear and you listen to our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.